When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. The Home Improvement Show on AM 550 FM 1071 KTSA. It is a gorgeous Saturday morning. I know what you're saying, but it's kind of rainy where i'm at it's kind of rainy that's not bad no that's pretty too because we need the rain let me tell you what we got a couple inches last week at the house and we could probably use at least three or four more inches uh to you know to set the tone for going into uh spring but man i'll tell you what it has been dry so i'm not going to say nay to any of the rain that's coming thank you lord for the rain we appreciate it uh hey we appreciate you being here and a part of our show this morning thanks for uh for tuning in and and hanging out with us on our Saturday morning chat fest, uh, all things home improvement. Indeed, that's what we're going to be talking about today. The phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. My name is Martin Bomba, and uh, my buddy Jim Smith is right over there. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, and we are here to help. How are you doing, brother? How was your week? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, my week was good. Um, nothing... Super eventful. Um, I uh, got sort of a schedule for my surgery. It's going to be next next month, but uh, everything is going good. Well, that's good, man. That's good to hear. And uh, you know, it, the way I look at it is, it, unknowing, not knowing, is the worst part about anything like what you're going through. So it's good that you that you have a plan. It's good that you're. Your surgeon uh, has a plan, and, and uh, you know, we're just going to keep praying for you, and, and uh, we're going to keep doing this thing in the meantime. Does that sound like a plan? Well, the best plan is the one that the Lord has for me. That's the, that's the one I'm I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Well said, sir. Well said. Hey, we want to say thanks to Don Cooper Stevens, who's in the uh, control room this morning, producing the show, screening the calls, playing the music, and all that kind of great stuff. Thank you, Don. We appreciate you, buddy. Oh, uh, you're welcome. Always love it when you're there. <laughs> uh, what do you want? <laughs> that the sounded man. bad, the man. man. That sounded <laughs> bad. <laughs> Can't even give a little a little un uh, uh, you know unsolicited love. Can't even do that. Yeah, even there's always love. an angle with you. Come on. Oh, uh, oh, sure. Yeah, that's it. That's me. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Hey, uh, you know what's what's a lot of fun is whenever you uh, whenever you get out and about and you run into somebody and they're a fan. Um, last night we we were we're down here in Port Aransas at uh, at you know spending some time at our Corpus Christi store. And uh, when we come down, we always stay, or we almost always stay in Port Aransas. And uh, we, we love this little town. It's so flipping awesome. Lots of great restaurants and food and um, just just a, a great vibe, you know. The island vibe is unlike anything else. And, and the funny thing is, 
island vibe is translatable almost universally. When, when you go to an island almost anywhere, and it's whether it's Port Aransas or it's Ambergris Key in Belize or it's, you know, somewhere in the Bahamas, the, 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 the tone and the pace of the island life is different than it is somewhere else. And, and it's not just this island life isn't just a saying or go slow on the islands. That's not, it's the truth. That's the way that the people approach life down here. And, um, and, and, and it's, it's good, good way to recharge the batteries and kind of unwind and relax a little bit. And, so last night before dinner, uh, we always, every time we're down here, we try to make it a point to go to one of our favorite places. And, Jim, you, you can probably guess what that place is, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Venetian hot this, plate. That's some of the best Italian you'll ever have, folks. Ever. Yeah, it it really is. It's completely authentic. Uh, the owner is from Venice. Uh, Venetian hot plates the name of the little place. If you don't have reservations, you're not going to get in on a on a normal <laughs> night. So be sure Unless to make reservations. Unless you're Martin No, not even me. It doesn't matter if I call <laughs> up and 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 you know I'm sorry, Martin. It, it, we don't have anything tonight, and it's just the way it is, you know. And I understand that. But uh, we got in last night. We we made reservations in advance, and we had dinner reservations there last night. Had a fantastic meal. But before that, we went to a, a cool little place here on the island called Island Wine. It's the only wine bar on the island, and it's a cool little place, great vibe. And we're sitting there having a glass of wine, Debbie and I, and, and this this uh, this lovely uh, lady walks over and she says, "Are you Martin Bamba?" And I said, "Yes, ma'am, I am." And she goes, "I am such a fan of you, and I'm a fan of your windows. And can I please take a picture?" And and of course, yeah. So I got up and, and took a picture, and she was just the sweetest lady. But I love running into people like that, and and down here it seems to happen even more often, because it's a more concentrated uh, area, and and we're very well known down here. So it was it, it was a lot of fun uh, meeting meeting somebody that's that's a fan and a customer. So uh, we got listeners in Corpus, we got listeners all over the place. So if you are listening, and you happen to be in the Coastal Bend, I'm there with you today. It's it's a it's a little drizzly and it's a little overcast, but hey. You you could be working somewhere and not not hanging out on the island today. So Jim Jim, are you like me? Can you imagine? There's a Martin Bamba picture, a large picture hanging up in someone's bedroom. <laughs> I, I I can't even imagine where it is. I, I, I have an idea. <laughs> I'll leave the only that place alone. that that picture's the only place that's hanging up is maybe in my bedroom. That's about it. There wouldn't be one in anybody else's bedroom. At least uh, well, I hope not. Now you're creeping me out. Well, what I'm going to do, do it is ask the listeners to kind of slow it down. Do you all have any idea how hard he is to deal with when he gets th- these kind of acclimates? It's it's impossible. <laughs> you guys made you guys made me out to be some kind of well, a we, crazy we had the, maniac. Wow. We had to widen the the door, the back door here at the office. Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, about yeah, three times just so Martin yeah. Bamba mm-hmm. could walk through. Yep, yep, yep. Now the secret's out. Secret's out. <laughs> Golly, you're not supposed to tell people that. Uh, <laughs> hey, grab yourself a phone line. Get me out of this. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555 is the number. Um, completely off the home improvement topic, and, and, and I do want to talk a little bit about the uh, the finishing touches that we put on our bathroom this last week and, and wrapped everything up. Man. I'm going to send you a picture, Jim. I'm going to send you a picture right now so you cool. can see exactly what what we ended up with there. And um, but off the topic of that, 
I, I had uh, a surgery done uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm getting ready to have a second one done on Monday. And it, it it's it's truly, really, and truly a life changing uh, surgery that I had. It, and it's I had early stage cataracts. I'm I'm not that old, but I but I had early stage cataracts, and. Uh, my my vision wasn't what it used to be. I had I've had to have glasses to read for quite a few years now, and uh, and I, I just I got I got really tired of having to keep up with glasses and having to you know put on my glasses every time I wanted to read. If I happened to be outside and it was a sunny day, it was it was a pain. So I decided to look into um, LASIK surgery and uh, had heard all kinds of stuff about it and uh, and went and 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 I've got a friend who's the right-hand man to Dr. Manrique, uh, and and Richard uh, said, hey, man, just come in and see us. Let us do an exam, and, and, and we'll see what's right for you. So I went in, did exactly that, and uh, and after the exam and, and after we talked, we decided that rather than, than LASIK surgery, that full lens replacement surgery was, was maybe a better option for me. And so we went ahead and, and committed to it. And... Uh, Went in a couple of weeks ago, had my left eye done, haven't had a pair of glasses with me since then, and I can read without glasses, I can see at a distance or intermediate or reading, no problem, and I'm going in and getting my second eye done on Monday, and I will tell you how that turns out as well, but I anticipate it's only going to be better because right now I'm, I'm operating with one eye that's been corrected and one that hasn't. And it's been fine, but man, I, I, it's going to be even better whenever I get them both done. So uh, I'm telling you this because I am so pleased, not because I'm being paid to say this and not because uh, they're, they're a sponsor or any of those things, but if you're thinking about correcting your vision and it's something that you've been putting off because you're afraid of somebody touching your eyes or, or getting near your eyes, and, and, and I understand that fear because I had the same fear, um, truly a skilled surgeon and a phenomenal practice. Uh, Dr. Manrique has really and truly changed my life, and I'm I'm so grateful and thankful for that. And uh, and and uh, to my friend Richard, uh, who turned me on to the practice and and kind of walked me through it, and continues to walk me through the journey. And and uh, he's become a really good friend through this. So I I really and truly can't say enough good things about it. So if you're thinking about that and you want to want to know more, by all means, feel free to ask me. And and uh, I I just I wholeheartedly uh, believe it was a perfect decision for me. Uh, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Get yourself a phone line now. Uh, let's go to Ronica. Ronica, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm um, I'm actually talking to you in Port Aransas, and uh, we heard your shout-out. My husband's a regular listener of your show. And awesome. And the tourism and um, I wanted to just uh, tell you about some fun things if you're going to be around today. Uh, you know, absolutely. We're we're gonna we're thinking. Of, I'm, I'm going to beat you to the punch on one of them because we're thinking about doing the home tour. We're thinking about doing. That. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to invite you to. Since that well, tell us around. tell us about it though. That's that's a and you know and it does tie into what I talk about on the show because you can get some great ideas in this event. Tell everybody what that is and, and what's going on. Okay, and I'm not their spokesperson, but I know what it is. It's the the Porter Aransas Garden Club 
is has a yearly home tour, and it's always at the end of January. And they open, I can't remember if it's 10 to 12 homes, and there's a bus tour or there's a self-guided tour, and you can buy tickets. Uh, you'd have to check their website. I'm not exactly sure. But um, we're. I think my husband and I will be going to see some of the homes, and I thought you might enjoy that. And for a break, one of the other thoughts is going to the Gap or the Belt Sander races, because I don't know if you've ever seen anything as crazy as that. <laughs> I've heard of them, but I've never actually attended them. That's so funny. And that's going to be at the well, Gap? Well, it's a self-guided tour. You can stop in, you know, in between. Yeah. So just throw in that. Mm-hmm. There you go. And maybe if I'm really lucky, Billy Snipes will be playing over there. He might be. There's always a musician <laughs> that can see, but I wanted to just... Just because you gave us a great shout-out, my husband and I were at Blue Water Cowboy right across the street from you when you were at the Venetian, and uh, we, we we actually almost stopped into Island Wine. But, yeah, so it's just you are in my hometown, and I just wanted to welcome you. Well, awesome. Well, thank you very much. We, You know, we kind of, kind of treat this like our home away from home when we come down here, and uh, people are so friendly and so welcoming, and, and, and a lot of them assume that we live down here when they, when they see us. And, uh, and and I guess kind of in a way we do. It's kind of our second home. So uh, we love being down here. Appreciate you listening, too. Yeah, no, no worries. It just, we just happened to hear the shout-out, so I had to call in and, and say welcome. I hope you're having a great time. Well, thank you so much, Ronica. And, and what a unique name. I've got to tell you, I've never heard the name Ronica. It's not that popular, but, yep, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, sure thing. Well, maybe. Well, if you see me out and about today, come up, can come up and say hi. Okay. I definitely will. Maybe we'll catch you at one of the homes. Maybe so. Thanks, Ronica. Thanks for calling this morning. Hey, grab yourself a phone line too at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. See what I'm talking about? People down here, friendly, friendly people down here, uh, and and just laid back and cool. Uh, I love the window world down here because it, it it's the the team and the staff that we have at our store down here is just i mean phenomenal they they do such a great job uh in in covering this market in this area for us and their knowledge of of what goes on down here in the coast and what the coastal codes are second to none i mean uh, they're they're you know we get calls uh from from builders and other people you know wanting to know different things that they they don't know when it comes to the to the codes because our guys down here uh truly keep up with them chad uh wilkins is one of our design consultants and and our resident tdi expert and trevor um super super duper guy uh another one of our design consultants of course kellen schmidt our gm down here and all the girls in the office anyway i i can't name all of them but what a great staff we have down here and they do us proud and um Really appreciate all the good work that they do. Um, again, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, Uh Jim, what, what is new in your world, brother? Anything new in the in the construction world? Did you get those pictures I sent you? I did. I did. You, you better be careful with that tub. Um, you know, they say that if you put a crab in a uh, boiling pot of water, It'll, it'll jump out, but you put it in the water and slowly raise the temperature. It's gonna cook. Yeah. That no, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I just had to give you a hard time about it looking like a, a cauldron. Oh. <laughs> 
It's it, it is a copper uh, tub. It's a copper tub, and it's it's uh, if you if you're familiar with tubs, uh, a slipper tub is one that comes up on one end. This one's a double slipper tub, comes up on both ends, and it's a freestanding. And uh, yeah, so we it's we, gorgeous. We, we, it's gorgeous. We pretty much dramatically changed the look of the of of the bathroom. So we're glad we did. Uh, did you notice the the brick that we did underneath the tub? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we put a, put a lot of work into that, and uh, and and all of the folks that we had working on that did such a great job, and uh, we thank thank everybody who was part of that project. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Kelly, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I have a question about my sidewalk. It is leaning. And okay. as a result, it's cracking. Parts of it is now below the curb line. Who do I turn to to fix that? Well, do you do you have um, roots that are encroaching on that sidewalk that are pushing it up, or is it just, just a shifting problem? It's just a shifting problem. There are no trees. Okay. Now, now you said it's a uh, different level than the curb. Is this the sidewalk right at the street no it's the one that goes from the front door to the street okay okay yeah there there is actually a process uh that that several different foundation companies do i know baird calls theirs the poly level foundation poly level system and it's a polyurethane foam that they inject underneath the the uh sidewalk or the patio or whatever it is that they're leveling up they push this high-pressure injection foam underneath there and then push the, the sidewalk up to come back up to level again. And that's where I would start. Okay. And so I would go to a foundation company? Yes, ma'am. You can. There's, there's several good ones out there, but I know for, for sure that Baird does a system called PolyLevel. Okay. And how do you spell their company name? It, it's B A I R D. All right. Thank you very much. Well, you're welcome, Kelly. Appreciate you calling this morning. Thank you, ma'am. Good time to call in. Second hour gets a little busier, but uh, definitely would love to talk to you this morning and great time to call in. Uh, as time permits on the show today, uh, one of the topics that we're going to be talking a little bit about is uh, the things around our homes that uh, the most homeowners don't do. Something that, that needs to be done, something that should be done, but most of us homeowners don't necessarily do. So uh, we're going to be talking about that as time permits on the show today in between calls. Um, good example, uh, one of the first things that they talk about in this article that I, that I found uh, over the last week is cleaning inside the dryer and the dryer vent. Um, that's something that most people don't think about doing, uh, and there's a, there's a very good reason to do that. Why? Because built-up lint inside dryers causes all kinds of problems. Uh, it, it, it really and truly can cause uh, fires. I, I want to say 15,000 fires a year are caused uh, because of dryer uh, lint and the buildup of dryer lint. And, and it can really and truly be a, a big issue. Um, and and, and uh, the, only, the other thing is... Uh, when the exhaust fan or the vent cap is clogged up, airflow is restricted, and, and then that lint can get ignited by electric heating elements and gas burners or even a spark from the motor, and then those flames travel through the lint-lined exhaust vent and can 
can truly burn down your house. So uh, that's a big one, and that's number one on the list. And we'll talk about some more of those, too, as time permits. But right now we're going to get back to those phone lines at 210-599-5555. Let's go to Stephen, uh, James. James, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, men. I have a good morning. I have a 12 by 24 uh, building, and I want to put a solar-powered exhaust fan in it. How big of one would I need to accommodate that? How big is the building again? 12 by 24. How tall, the, how tall are the ceilings? Uh, just a regular two before. No, how tall are the ceilings? Oh, uh, 10 foot. Uh, all right, so I would say that you want to you, you want to do probably uh, at least at least uh, 300 CFM, but when you exhaust it, you want to be able to make up the air that you're exhausting out. Okay, okay. Oh well, let me let me back up. It doesn't have a ceiling in it. It's a, a got a ridge on it you know it comes up to the walls and then it goes up to a peak and it's all open in there okay does it have uh, a ridge vent yes and I, I i would like to put i'd like a solar power to put on one end of it but the uh, solar panel if i can i need to put it on the other end so it would be in the sunlight all day if that's possible well that's uh, certainly it, possible yeah Yes, it, it Yeah, it, you, you was, just you just have to run you just have to run the electrical lead from one end to the other which which is doable. Uh you just want to be sure as Jim stated that you have uh that you have a source bringing air in as you're as you're pulling air out. So whether it be a a, a gable vent on the other, other end of the gable or if it's a uh ridge vent or soffit vents but some way to exchange air and pull fresh air in as you're pushing hot air out. Yes, uh, it has a window on each end of the 24-foot and then two windows on one side of the 12-foot wide. And then on the end that I would like to put the solar panel, it has a two-by-two vent up in the peak of the roof. And I was going to put it on the other end to to where it would suck air through the top of it. Well, if you put... I'm getting what you're saying. Right, but keep in mind that to power a uh, three or four hundred cfm exhaust fan, it's not going to be a solar panel. It's going to be panels. It's okay. going to take several panels to po- power that motor. Okay. What about how many panels? Do you have, would you have any idea? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the enough about the solar and uh, that it it's going to depend on how what type of panel uh, tell you, you get well i'll tell you who you can call about that you can call texas solar and they can yes. okay. they can certainly give you that information if you've got a pin handy yes sir it's 210 895-0541 895-09 what Zero five four one. Zero five four one. Okay, two ten. All right, I've got it. Yes, sir. And I'll call and talk to him on Monday then. 
Well, there you go. Hey, James, thanks a lot. All Appreciate right. you calling. Yes. All right. Uh, get yourself a line, too, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Stephen. Stephen, good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show. Good morning. I need to know how to find a, I'm going to call him a master carpenter. I have got a double door leading into my house, solid wood. On the inside of the house, there's only one door. So that other door is actually embedded in a wall that supports the frame of the house. So I don't want anybody uh, just, you know, tearing it up because they're going to have to know how. To, I mean, there's a parade of homes home back in the, I don't know, early 60s. And that's just the way they built it. It's a solid wood door in the front. It's a double door. But that second door doesn't move. I mean, it's literally bolted into the wall. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, that's, 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 that's different. Yeah. That's okay. why I'm looking for a master carpenter, not just somebody that's been doing it five years or eight years. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think who might be able to help out with something like that. Uh, we've got a carpenter that we use at Window World when we have modifications that we need to do uh, that may be a little outside the scope of what we typically would do, and we go we go to him uh, when we need something like that. If you'll drop me an email, uh, I will send you that information, and, and I think that he might be able to help you out. Okay, and that's Martin Bomba at and Window you, World? It's, it's actually just M Bomba at windowworldtx.com. I'll give it a shot. Fantastic. Good luck to you, Stephen. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, Let's go to Faye. Faye, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good Um, good morning. I I, I have a question, a couple questions, but uh, we own a property that has a building on it that is going to be going away in probably a month, uh, a year or so. It has a little bit of uh, roof leakage, and I was looking at uh, maybe rolling on something, not spend the money to uh, any more money than possible, you know, try to get it done very cheap. <laughs> and I would think about yes, rolling ma'am. on uh, one of those um, coatings that would uh, maybe hold up uh, for year or two what do you what do you think about yeah. doing that what do, what do you currently have on there is it a is it a shingle roof is it a tin roof yes yes it's a which a which is it roof. shingle roof uh, yeah uh, shingle. i i would uh-huh. say that yes ma'am there there are coatings that you can roll on there with a roller that will probably get you another year or so out of it and and be a a, a relatively inexpensive way to stop your leaks at least temporarily and if, if you're telling me that you're going to be demolishing that house in a year there's no sense in spending the money on a brand new roof so um so yes ma'am that that certainly would be a a good alternative for you um i was looking at sources uh from the uh that i could just uh is there any one of those particular products that you know anything about uh, you know there's there's yeah go ahead jim go ahead at uh, the big box stores, they sell a product called Snow Coat, S-N-O-K-O-T-E, Snow Coat. It's a wonderful product. It's uh, elastomeric. Uh, it'll seal small holes and leaks, and it works wonderful. Well, I'm glad for, an, for the name. Thank you. I sure appreciate that. 
And um, one other quick question. Um, you have an older relative who probably shouldn't be jumping in and out of the tub. And so we want one to think of uh, some solutions to uh, to that, someone who's older and uh, uh, can can get in to take a shower. Um, yes, ma'am. Safely. Yes, ma'am. There's there's a company uh, that that uh, advertises on Trey's show, and uh, and I I know the owner and a good company called Safe Showers. Okay, and that's San Antonio and uh, company. It, it, yes, ma'am. It's a San Antonio company, local company, and they specialize in converting, as the name would suggest, um, tubs into safe safe showers, and they even do walk-in tubs, which are phenomenal. Uh, you open a door, you walk in, you sit down, you shut the door, it seals up tightly, and you can have the benefits of a tub without the danger of stepping into and out of it. Good. And the name again, I wasn't. I was intensely listening. But safe. I, yes, ma'am. It's safe showers. Very good. Well, thank you. You've both uh, handled my main questions that I've had for you for a while. Thank you. Well, we're sh- our pleasure, Faye. Thanks for calling this morning. We appreciate it. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Martin. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. Uh, just, just recently, uh, we have been noticing a, a, a methane or a sewer smell out of our bathroom sink and uh we haven't had any problems with the plumbing or anything that but uh i know uh eventually or eventually every once in a while i've had to poke uh to clear any little clog you know there at that p-trap but uh, i'm getting this uh sewer smell uh they uh, two things i guess somebody told me hey man check to see if there's any uh any clog up in the vent pipe see if there's a bird fell you know flew in there and died or something, but uh, can you give me some direction on that, please? Jim, I'm going to let you address this one. Yeah. uh, A clogged vent stack is a a big cause of that. Um, You would have to go up in there on the roof and uh, locate the vent stack that comes down for that that sink or that bathroom and see if you can see, uh, get a flashlight, and see if you can see anything in it. Uh, also, make sure that the trap on that sink is full of water and stays full of water. Okay. Uh, I haven't noticed any leaks or anything like that, um, but uh, I will do that. That Those are the two things I, I think how, I was How often do you people. use that sink? Uh, every day. Every day. Uh, you shouldn't have a problem with a dry trap. So... Okay. Um, yeah, and then if you can't locate a clog in the vent stack, then you're going to uh, probably have to get a plumber out there to camera that vent stack and see if he can find uh, what's causing it. Oh, okay. All right, then. That was uh, That's the answer to my question. Well, there you go, Leo. Thank you. Appreciate you calling this morning. Yeah, it didn't sound like the, uh, the dry... P-trap is going to be the issue whenever it's a, a primary bathroom that they're using every day. Right. But the, the, the vent stack certainly could be the issue, and, uh, and, and and more often than not. And here's a question for you, Jim, and, and, and I don't quite know the answer to this one, but why is it that, unlike chimneys, a, uh, a, a, a vent screen is not put on the top of stacks like that to prevent that from happening? 
you know is it there a reason for that do you know uh not 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 any reason that i know of right away no phone lines are open at 210-599-5555 is the number 210-599-5555 uh so last week wrapped up for the most part uh there's always you know that one little glitch here or there It, it happens um for the most part, wrapped up our bathroom model. It, uh, it it took us right at a month uh, from start to finish, and uh, or at least it feels that way. Maybe it was a little little less than a month. Maybe three and a half, four weeks. Three and a half, four weeks, somewhere in there. And um, we we did what I would consider it, it's not a full gut remodel because we didn't knock out the shower pan and the shower and and all of that. But what we did do was remove a sunken uh, garden tub. What we did do was that. What we did do was uh, replace the flooring that was not under the tub because when you build in a built-in tub, that area underneath it is unfinished typically when it's done from from the get-go, as this one was. Uh, We also changed out the countertops in our bathroom and, in fact, changed out the countertops in a couple of different rooms uh, in the house uh, to just kind of bring them more up to date. They were very dark, uh, the, the ones that they that they had originally were a very dark granite countertop. We went in with a lighter uh, kind of gray countertop with some very light blue undertones to lighten things up. Uh, we did that in our master bath. We also changed out the floor of our bath, uh, of our shower, and the accent band around our shower from kind of a darker tile that was in there to a lighter gray, grayish stone that complements the brick that we put on the floor underneath the tub. And then we, of course, uh, installed a uh, copper standalone double slipper tub uh, in place of the old built-in garden tub. Now, uh, what did that do for the space? Well, I can tell you that it makes it look much bigger, uh, makes the, the bathroom look much bigger because you, you don't have this monstrosity of a built-in uh, tub taking up half of the bathroom. Uh, you've got a more open-looking space. You've certainly got a more inviting uh, elegant looking space with the uh, with the standalone tub, which now is is the go to. It's it's certainly the most popular way to do a tub in uh, in most homes now nowadays. And we wanted to go with something a little more unique, not just the normal porcelain tub. So we found a copper, a hammered copper tub with a nickel interior as our standalone tub choice. And and we really and truly. Um, are are so happy with that. It's 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 different than anything I've ever seen in any home. Uh, the truth of the matter is, it was less expensive than going back in with a jetted garden tub, and it looks great. Oh, and by the way, this one has uh, air as well. So you've got uh, the the uh, aerator at the bottom of this tub. So you've got some of the benefits of a whirlpool tub in a standalone tub, and it looks fantastic. Uh, we also did a uh, Italian deco tile all the way up the chimney behind the tub to give it a finished look and to give it uh, a, a more elegant look uh, than it than it had before. and And I think that uh, Debbie and I are thrilled with it, and uh, we we just we we couldn't be happier with it. We uh, we got our tile from the tile shop in San Antonio, and uh, they were fantastic people to work with. Uh, our tile guy. As a as a gentleman named Joe Serta, who has done tile work for us for years now, uh, he and his guys did a great job, and uh, we we just wow, um, 
and I think I've said before that Weiss Granite out of Bernie did our granite countertops. They also did a great job. Uh, just, just a, uh, you know, just a great experience all the way around. Very, very pleased with everything, and uh, and and I, I highly recommend. So, it was short of a gut remodel in that we didn't take out everything in the bathroom, but it was uh, an ex- what I would consider an extensive remodel. And like I said, you know, inevitably, uh, little glitches and little things happen. Well, in this case, the standalone uh, faucet, the standalone tub filler that we have for the tub, uh, when they were installing it, they crept and kinked the supply lines coming from the slab up into the faucet, and and it and it unfortunately uh, was not repairable. So we're waiting on new supply lines <laughs> to to fix that and actually have water going to the tub. But hey, if that's the worst thing that happens. That's all right. It's okay. It's ju- it's well, it's just construction. And you, I, I know that you uh, you can let the listeners know that you can get a lower cost aerator like martin talked about at the bottom of the tub it's called uh taco bell oh oh please please (laughs) oh dude i had to i'm I'm sorry i had to nobody needed that nobody nobody uh some somebody call and get us out of this 210-599-5555 210-599-5555 that's the number to get in on the home improvement conversation this morning uh one of the things that we're going to be talking about in between calls today is uh is some things that you know homeowners should be doing around the house but often don't uh maybe some things that you've thought of and you just have put off or maybe things you never even thought of right so we're going to talk about a, a bunch of those this morning, as time permits. We had talked about uh, the first one being the cleaning of the inside of the dryer and the dryer vent and, and why that is so important. Uh, and and uh, my friend from Patriot uh, Dryer Vent Cleaning had uh, messaged me over the last week and, and was you know making me aware of these types of fires and, and, and the things that can happen if you don't clean them out. And, uh, and 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 that's that's a pretty big number. Fifteen thousand fires a year are caused because of that uh, one little thing not being done. The next one is cleaning faucet aerators. They're they're found aerators are found on almost every kitchen and bath faucet in your house. And many times, if your water flow becomes slow or it becomes spurty or uneven, uh, it's clogs inside the aerator that are the culprit. Uh, in most cases, and and it's so easy to fix. You you simply take the cover off, take the aerator out, knock the the grit and dirt out of it, and then put it back in. Uh, if it's calcified, drop it in some CLR for about 15 minutes, rinse it off, put it back in, and you're good to go for another uh, six months to a year. Now, one way to really help with all of that is is to put in a, a water softening system from Alamo Water Softeners, and then you don't have to worry so much about it. But but uh, little grit and, and calcium deposits can clog those things up so easily, but it's such an easy fix. Um, the next one, do you have this list in front of you, Jim? I, I, do, the, I do. Okay. What's the next one? Uh, well, the, the, that's, the next one they talk about is cleaning the oven door. Um, now, the, it, you get a buildup of spills and splashes on the inside of the oven door um, that can uh, restrict the glass so you can't see it in it as well it can also cause the same burning odors that you could get from 
not cleaning the oven properly. Yeah, okay? yeah. So and, and if you've ever smelled that, it's not pleasant. Always remember when you clean the oven, clean the inside of the door also. And I never thought about. See, that's one that I never thought about is actually cleaning the inside of the door. Who would, who would think of that? Right. So uh, you can actually take the door panel off. You can actually detach the glass from the door itself and clean in between the glass and the door, the oven, uh, other p- piece of glass. So uh, that's one that I would not have thought of. Uh, I'm going to hit one more before we go to break, and that is cleaning the bath fan. Uh, household <laughs> dust and moisture and humidity on your bath fans uh, can can shorten their life for sure. Uh Bath fan grills are so easy to clean, though. If you just grab the edge of the cover, pull it down, you squeeze the little springs to release it from the slots and remove the cover, and then you can just use uh, a little soft bristle brush, or you can even put it in, in the tub or the sink and and uh, wash it off and dry it off thoroughly and then put it back on, and it will extend the life of your fan, and it's also uh, also healthier. Let's get to the phone lines. 210-599-5555. 599 55. Let's go to Franco. Franco, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I have a question about foundation. Um, uh, it's kind of a unique situation on the, my foundation. Uh, it's shifting, obviously, and that's why I'm calling. But uh, I have post in the post and the beam on the front part of the house and the back part of the house. I got slab, and the problem with the slab is it'd be nice if it was one solid slab, but it's uh, about 20 by 50 slab or 40. I'm sorry, 20 by 40 slab. But it was put in three different times, so each one oh, of the slabs okay. ten, twelve, you know, feet in uh, in width, uh, same length, but the width is different, and they're all shifting at alternating times. When I approach a foundation company, um, you know, how do they address something like that? Wow, I mean, that's that is such a difficult situation, as you correctly pointed out. You have essentially four different foundations to deal with. Yeah. You've got the three on the slab that are separate. You've got the the pier and beam, so essentially four different slabs that you that you hope will work in conjunction with each other, but never will. Um, yeah. I wish there was a simple answer to that. Uh, although I'm not a foundation expert, I will tell you that that it's pretty much a nightmare scenario for a foundation company to deal with that many slabs on one home and on one structure. Um, whether it can be adequately addressed to never, ever have any kind of problems or maybe you just mitigate the problems to the extent that you possibly can, I'm not sure. Have you had a foundation company come out and, and work with you on that at all yet? Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I had uh, maybe about mm, seven, eight, nine years ago, and, uh, well, it's shifting again. And, and I understand the problem. And uh, they fixed uh, the pier and beam were fixed, but now that's shifting on me, so I don't think they went deep enough. And then also uh, they addressed the uh, – the concrete or the uh, you know the the floating foundation, what I call, uh, and uh, but it, they're just just one of them, and now the other ones are shifting also. And uh, I've addressed the water problem. We had a water issue going underneath there, and I addressed that part of it. So it's not as quickly deteriorating as it was before when I when I got into the home. Um, my, you know, one of the only suggestions I was talking to my wife about was let's blow the whole thing up, just tear up all three foundations and put one giant slab. I know that's expensive and stuff, but what other alternative do we have so we can have kind of a, I don't want to say a permanent, permanent solution, but I'd have to deal with it for the next 15, 20 years. 
Well, and and I as much as I hate to say it, that that's going to be the only way that you're going to semi-eliminate the issue because as long as you have those three foundations working against each other, you're you're always going to have to come back and do some type of of repairs and some type of work on them. Now, the question is 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 your tolerance for that pain greater than <laughs> than 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 your you know, then, then yeah. you're 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 want to open up the wallet and you know and and, and do it a hundred percent the right way. That's <laughs> here's the other question I have. Maybe you can help me with this. I don't think it's tied into the pyramid beam. I don't think that they would do that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I never talked about that. It was the last guy did the, the lousy foundation work, and uh, because it's floating by itself, you know, there's nothing to attach it, so it has to be freestanding, correct? Or am I assuming correct. That, that it's No, you're correct. you're it's you're correct. You your your slab foundation is not tied in to your pier and beam foundation. I, I uh, can see where if it, it, you know. If it is oh, that would if it is, that's a mistake. Um Yeah. So okay. Yeah. But I would get a good foundation company out there, get their get their opinion on it, and if they're a good, reputable company, they're going to be honest with you and say, look, this is going to be an ongoing issue that we're going to have to come back out and fix every three to four years, or uh, this is, you know, you'd be better off redoing this slab. They'll give you they'll give you the right options at least, and uh, and and there's a couple of good ones out there. Baird Foundation Repair is one that you know that I recommend, but there's also other good ones out there. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, that's you know I kind of figured that much, but I was hoping there was a easier answer, but there is not. Can't go. I wish okay. there. I really and truly wish there was, but if there is, I don't know it. Um, but man, I feel for you. That's that's a that's a problem, and uh, and and you're right to recognize it and and at least do something about it. Don't just let it go. Yeah, we inherited the house, and the house has been standing since the '30s, you know, and it's one of these very very old homes. And uh, we've been in it now about ten years, and oh, not we have my daughter has, and uh, and we've been trying to address this issue. But Dad Gummit, you know, yep, I'm gonna have to call somebody else and uh, and get another. See what there's the best thing I can do. Well, thank you so much. Anyway, I yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely, and we appreciate you calling this morning, Franco. Let's get one more in here before we have to go to break. Uh, at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Donna, good morning. Welcome to the show. Yes. I have a question, thank you. Um about what is your opinion about acrylic shower stall? An acrylic shower stall. Um mm-hmm. you know, I prefer and 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 again, I'm I'm not talking budget, I'm just talking about my preferences to quality of materials and and finished product. Um depending on your budget, I prefer a a, a built-in shower. I prefer a tile, I prefer uh, a, a site-built pan, I, that's what I prefer. Now, with that being said, on a budget, there's nothing wrong with an acrylic shower. It just doesn't have the aesthetic appeal or the comfort of the, you know, that a, a, you know, an on-site-built shower has, but there's nothing wrong with one. Oh, okay. It, it, and it, and it, it just it, depends on what look you want. Depends on what look you want. A walking shower. A walking shower. A, a walk-in shower. Yeah, I mean, it, it, certainly uh, an acrylic shower. Uh, what I will tell you is that um, there there are prefab not prefab is the wrong word. Um, when Safe Showers does does these showers, they can make them look like tile, 
but without all the mess and, and everything that goes along with it. And and that's one of the cool things about that company and the types of showers that they do. So you may want to talk to Safe Showers. But there's nothing wrong with acrylic shower, though. No, no, not not inherently wrong. Um, they're just not as aesthetically pleasing. Um, but there are ways to make them aesthetically pleasing. You know, you can get a, a really plain one that you would just buy at a, at a box store, or you can also get some really nice-looking ones that actually look like tile. Um, but but there's nothing wrong with them. Not No, there's not. Oh, okay, that's what I wanted to know. Okay. Yeah, okay, thank you, sir. All right. Hey, Donna, thank you. Appreciate you calling. Yeah, the only the only problem with, with acrylic is the look. You know, it's, it's, it's certainly not the same as a tile shower or, you know, a site-built type shower. Uh, but if they're if it's a well-made acrylic, there's nothing wrong with it. What do you think about acrylic showers? Uh, acrylic showers are fine. Um, like you said, you can get get them in almost any aesthetics that you want. The main thing I'll say is that they have to be installed correctly. Absolutely. It's yeah. it's yeah, that's it's a, very that's a important. The, that it has the right amount of support under it because if, as you walk in and out of it, that floor can crack if it if it's not supported correctly. That's right. That is absolutely right. Good point on that, man. I appreciate that. Um, let's get on back to the phone lines with our callers. And, uh, Doug, hang on. You're coming right up. But, Lee, you're next on the Home Improvement Show. Good morning. I am in the design stages of a bathroom remodel, and I really like the looks of the lighted niches or niches, however you pronounce it. I just want to know what's your opinion on that. A lighted niche. Um, are, are you talking about as far as accents around the bathroom where you can just put decorative things? Is that what we're talking about, or what are you talking about exactly? No, it's the little uh, cutout area in a walk-in shower that you put your shampoo and soap and things like that. And I've seen a lot of photos. It looks like at the top of it, near the back, they have possibly an LED strip. It's just kind of an accent yeah. light just in the yeah. recess of that. But I've never seen one in yeah, person. That... I've only seen photos. I've never seen one in person either, but I will tell you this, that lighted shower heads have become immensely popular. Um, that's, that's a biggie, so it doesn't surprise me that the lighted, uh, the lighted soap uh, and shampoo niches have, have become popular as well. I think it would be pretty cool. I, I wish that I had done that oh, in yeah. our bathroom remodel. Okay. Well, I think I'll try to move forward on that and hit YouTube and get some information from the out of it to do this. I imagine you know, that there's all Martin, kinds of different different ways that you could do it. Um, you know, th- there are there are LED light ropes now that you can install retro that are battery powered. You don't even have to run wiring to it. Um, there's all different kinds of ways you could do it. But uh, but if you're if you're redoing it and you recess it up in there, it'd be be pretty cool. Okay. All right. Well, thank there's, you. There's there's a, a lot of ways. <laughs> What's that, sir? I'm also a big Mammoth fan. Oh, good man. Good man. Yeah, it's a good band. Love those, love those guys. Hey, thanks for calling, Lee. Appreciate it. Hey, Martin. And, Jim, you wanted to, you wanted to add something. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot of different ways to light showers, and there are some of them. Some of them are just absolutely be- beautiful. Uh, years ago, uh, when I when I was installing uh, custom marble uh, restrooms, we uh-huh. did a cultured marble shower with op- opaque marble, and we fi- oh, we did the lighting behind the walls. Now I've seen that. There. Now see that I've seen. I've seen that in. And that uh, the, I've seen that. Yeah. If you use the, the the lighting behind the walls, indirectly, then it it appears that the walls of the shower are actually glowing. Yeah, and that's it's killer. I've seen that. I've seen that in coffee tables. Uh, I've seen that yep. on the sides of of uh, bars. Uh, really cool look. Really cool look. Uh, let's get to Doug. Doug, good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, so I have a plumbing issue. Um, we had a clogged drain. We hired a company. They came out and cleared it out. But when we went under the house, uh, it was wet right there by the entrance where we went under. And um, there was toilet paper. You could see some old toilet paper that was... It was about, I don't know, a three-by-five area. Um, so I asked the plumber, okay, what, you know, what's going on here? He said, well, I'm not sure. He said, but you have that old cast-iron pipe. It's an old house, 1940. Um, and he suggested that I get rid of all that because it's mixed in with some PVC, and we do all PVC. And I said, okay, but this toilet paper came from somewhere. And he just talked about getting doing new piping. Um, so what, 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 I'm just looking for some suggestions on what I should do. Jim, you want to take that one? Get a second opinion, get a second opinion, because I I will have to agree with him that the cast iron, it's probably time to replace it. But I agree with you that he should have investigated where that, that sewage came from. Right. Okay, and do you have any idea on the cost? I mean, there's, I need like he he said there's probably about eighty feet of that cast iron pipe. Any thoughts on what that might run? Man, that's, that's no, a sir, tough one it's to gonna be, answer. It's going to be it depend on how difficult it is to get to. But keep in mind, especially if this man told you to he was going to replace eighty feet of cast iron pipe, that's not the fix. Because then you're just attaching the new PVC to the old PVC that's already patched in. You need a plumbing reroute. They need it needs to to be replaced as one unit. Okay. All right, okay. Doug. Hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate you, bud. Thanks for the help. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Bye. Absolutely. Have a great weekend, Elizabeth. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Martin and Jim. What is good the morning. best way? Good morning. What is the best way to get rid of moisture in a room, please? That would be with a dehumidifier. Uh, dehumidifier. Okay. Do you know which brand is it? Uh, is it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. First off, is it uh, humidity moisture, or is it possibly a leak somewhere? I don't know. The house was built in 1964, and I'm not real um, 
handy girl. And uh, uh, is it just like moisture on the walls and on the floor? Is it puddles? The fabric feels wet. Damp. Ooh. Okay, that's humidity. That's humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, either a room or whole home dehumidifier would be the the best way to get rid of that. Okay. And and I will tell you another temporary way to help with that. Uh, you can get large volume uh, uh, humidity trapping devices. Uh, one of them is is called Damp Rid. Okay. Damp Rid, and you can get that at, at either any of the big box stores. And it has a, a a substance that's in it that draws moisture out of the air and then deposits it in this in this tub, and that will be helpful for you in that in that uh, situation as well. Okay, great. You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks yeah. for calling this morning. Uh, let's get to Jana. Jana, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Um, I have a, a house on Pier and Beam, and I've just gutted the bathroom. And I'm starting to to get everything back in place. <clears throat> if I put tile in as the sub a tub surround, is there a chance that because it's on pier and beam that the tile will? I know on floors sometimes they crack because of settling. Would that happen in like a tub surround? Well, it, it certainly could in? happen. It could happen, but if your if your foundation is well built and you're and you're you know it's done right, there's no. I mean, I've I've lived in many houses that had tile that were pure and beam. There's nothing wrong with okay. it. You just have to keep an eye on it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's what I needed to know. Thank you. All right, Janet. Hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate you being a part of the show, and in fact, being the caboose today. Thanks for uh, for joining in. Uh, we are getting toward the top of the hour. We've got Louis Siriani and the KTSA Automotive Show coming up after the top of the hour. Uh, but during the week, if you want to uh, drop us a line and, and ask a question or just say hi or, hey, Jim, how you doing? Uh, how do you do that, Jim? Well, you can get a hold of me at jsmith at windowworldtx.com. And uh, for me, just drop me a line at m. Bomba, that's M-B-O-M-B-A, at windowworldtx.com. Next week is a best-of show, but we'll be back here the following week live, again with Don, I hope. And, uh, again, thanks to Don Cooper-Stevens for a great job today, and thanks to all of our great listeners out there wherever you are. We appreciate it. We love you. Spread a little love, peace, and kindness, everybody. See you next time on the Home Improvement Show.